0: Welcome to the 5th Quarter Podcast. My name is Rick Sam Prinn. It was cold, windy, and rainy at Tim Hortons Field, and the Cats were just as miserable on the field in a 30-13 loss against the Ottawa Red Blacks. But fans didn't just point the finger at the players and coaches. They also targeted upper management.
1: This is the 5th Quarter Podcast on AM 900 CHML.
0: Hello, football fans in Hamilton from coast to coast and around the world. This is the fifth quarter powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. My name is Rick Samperin. Uh We'll give you some time to warm up after a miserable, cold, windy, rainy afternoon at Tim Hortons Field. And to make matters worse, the Tiger Cats lose once again 30-13 to 13 at the hands of the Ottawa Red Blacks and the season now is all about looking ahead to the east semifinal for these tiger cats because first in the east is now officially out of reach not only does ottawa sweep hamilton this season series they also clinch first place with the win and at 10 and 7 this ottawa team is playing some pretty good football at eight and nine the Thai Cats have some questions to answer And we will try to answer some of them on this evening's program. A, apart from who your player of the game is and answering the trivia challenge question that I'll ask in a second. But here's the three big questions that I have going into next week's season finale against Montreal. And more importantly, because that's really a meaningless game, other than building a little bit of momentum for the playoff game. But the three questions I have leading into the playoff game is the confidence level of the fan base has to be at its lowest level right now. Is the team also in the tank when it comes to their confidence level? It kind of looks like it. Another question that is more towards the fans... And you can answer this if you want to call in at 905-645-3221 or star 9900 on your cell. BC or Winnipeg, who would you rather the Ticats face off against in the East semifinal at Tim Hortons Field on November 11th? Neither is going to be an easy opponent, that's for sure. And lastly, and maybe most importantly is if Hamilton advances to the East final, can they beat the Red Blacks in Ottawa on November 18th? They're 0-3 for against the Red Blacks this season. (laughs) 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email me your thoughts on tonight's game, or this afternoon's game, seeing that it was a 4 p.m. kickoff. Vote for your player of the game, you can also tweet us, use the hashtag fifth quarter at AM900CHML or at Rick Amprin. Today's fifth quarter trivia challenge question is Liram Hiralahu is four for four today. Had a pretty good game considering the elements. Haralahu is seven for seven on field goals of 50 yards plus this season. He's booted seven from beyond the 50 yardage. Mark, what is the CFL record for most 50-yarders in a single season? Is it 8, 9, 10, or 11? We'll unveil the answer toward the end of the program. We'll also anoint our latest fifth-quarter fan of the night as well. For player of the game, you know, I was going to give it to Trevor Harris because I'm I'm a guy who likes to credit – Uh, the performance on the field and i thought harris had a pretty good game 23 of 30 267 yards through the air three tds including that dagger to deontay spencer in the third quarter that 79 yard really as i said dagger to the hearts of the tiger cats that made it 27 to 13 i was going to give it to trevor harris and he certainly deserves it deontay spencer also had a Strong game as well. But my player of the game today is without a doubt, hands down, no argument, the fans who went to the game today at Tim Hortons Field. I had only had to walk from the parking lot, which is almost as far away as Tuktoyuktuk, in the wind and rain and cold, and then back at halftime to get to the station to prepare for the fifth quarter. And I was complaining about the weather. And I got to sit in the press box for the first half. But the fans who brave the elements all game long, my hat's off to you. That is a tremendous level of loyalty. And all you fans who stuck it out, e- even, even those of you who just went to the game, because it was easy to say, ah, you know what, I know this is a big game, But I can just watch it in my living room or watch it in bed on my tablet, go to my favorite establishment and watch it there, be comfy and cozy. No, those fans went to the game. So a tip of the cap to all those fans. That's my player of the game today. Let's hear from you. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. On Twitter, at Rick Samprin at AM900CHML. You can email as well, rick at 900CHML.com. And we are also... Once again, broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page. A big hello to everyone watching on Facebook. We will get to your comments as well. But as we usually do, we start with a fellow named Dave. We had five Daves on our show last week. We start with Dave number one here tonight. Dave, how are you? Good, Rick. How are you doing? I'm not too shabby.
2: Listen, Rick, um, my frustration level... Is right boiled to the top. I, I told your producer I called early and I said, "Listen, I'll wait on hold because I got to be the first caller because I got to head to a bar and drown my sorrows of being a diehard tire Cat fan."
0: Oh no! Please drink responsibly. Take uh, some oh, transportation oh yeah, oh yeah. home.
2: yeah, we're we're walking. Okay. Um, I I just can't get more frustrated than I, I've been. Diehard fan uh, going back from the early '70s, longtime season ticket holder, and I can't take any more of the. Um, Scott Mitchell, heir. Um, you know he's been he's been in charge of this organization for 12 years, and we've suffered uh, through a three and 15, a three and 15, a seven and 11, a six and 12, a six and, uh, an eight and 10, a seven and 11. I-, I can't take it anymore. Um, we've only finished above 500 in the weak East Division. Twice in the 12 years, Scott Mitchell's had his fingerprints all over this team, and I've said it many times on your show. These fans of Hamilton deserve better. It's not like Montreal, where they lost their franchise a couple times. It's not like Ottawa, who lost their franchise three times. You know, a city of 800,000. This is a working-class town of 500,000 people. We've suffered through the one and 17s, the three and 15s. And we've never lost our franchise, and we've had some shoddy ownership over the years. And the reason we've never lost our franchise is you always have that 15,000 diehard fans that come and, and cheer on the 1-17s, and 17s, the 3-15s, and 15s. and I've said many times they deserve better.
0: So, and Dave, I hate to interrupt, but you mentioned Scott Mitchell, who's the CEO of the TIE Cats, for those yeah. who don't know. What would you like him to do, or what would you like to change, and what kind of difference is that change going to make?
2: Well, first of all, he, he should be out the door. It, the first thing he did when he took over, Rick, is fired uh, Marcel Desjardins. Desjardins probably going to go to the Grey Cup in Ottawa again this year. I don't see how they don't go to the Grey Cup, in the thing's wide open this year. Calgary's lost three times in a row for the first time in like five years. Saskatchewan's got a an iffy quarterback. I'm a big Calaris fan, but he's never regained to the level he was in 2015. The Cup's wide open. They're gonna sit back, rest for two weeks. They're the healthiest team. I know Anthony called last week and he said we never give credit where credit's due, but come on, if you if you took out three of their best receivers now, Sinopoli, Spencer, and Ellington, they they wouldn't be faring much better. But with that said, they have a better GM, a better coach they have a president and an ownership that doesn't meddle in the day-to-day football operations. We've brought in four different people in charge, yet we have always, they always get handcuffed with the Scott Mitchell guys, uh, Alamang and Burke. I find it hard to believe four different management teams have come in here and they didn't clean house. Well, because they're not allowed to clean house. They, they keep the, the Scott Mitchell guys around. Now, he hires June Jones. Like, we're paying two coaches now. If we were to move on from June Jones and go to a third coach, we'd be paying three coaches next year. Everybody in the world knew. You can look it up. You know, the funny thing was, a couple weeks ago, uh, uh, I heard a caller calling. He was frustrated. and He said he hated. That was up to the BC loss, the big comeback. And he said he hated. He hated. He said, I think the word he used was uh, June Jones was an idiot. I had a new Google phone. I said, Google is um, June Jones, the worst coach in the CFL. The first thing that popped up was an article saying that June Jones was once known as the worst coach in the NFL. The guy was, he had, he had a long stint in Atlanta and San Diego, below 500 record. He had a long, long career in the NCAA. He's just a smidgen over 500. He was 6-4 uh, and four last year. This year, we're going to finish at the best-case scenario, 9-9. Nine and nine. Probably uh, I, can, uh, I could see us finishing 8-10 because we really should rest some guys next week. I don't see. We, we, we just – I still say Scott Mitchell's sitting back, and he's happy because he's going to host the playoff game. We're in the playoffs, so that's what they're going to tell you. Oh, come on, fans. You know, ante up on the season tickets because um, we're in the playoffs. We're hosting the playoff game. I think he only wants to host a playoff game. Uh, when the whole stadium debate was going on, he had um, Cohen came in here and, and lied to the city councilor and the taxpayers of City Hamilton said, if Hamilton builds a stadium where the Tiger Cats want it, they would be in a position to host multiple, multiple Grey Cups in the very, very, very near future. Well, we no, have the stadium's five years old. We still haven't hosted a game, Rick, and I know there was litigation going on. Ottawa's lost their team three times. Here they are. They've already hosted a game,
0: and they might right. be going to another one. I don't want to get off topic because that's okay. a that's a debate for another day. Okay, so who's, let's get who's, back to football. Yeah. So, summarize so, your statements and give me a player of the game because I got to move on to the other callers.
2: Okay. So, player of the game is Steve Tasker
0: or Luke Tasker
2: or Luke Tasker. I do that every week. Uh, the guy's a true professional. He plays hard, win or lose. Trivial question I don't know, but what I want to get to real quick, because I did get off-topic there on my rant, but we settled for June Jones. I don't think the the man has a two-back set. I don't think the man knows what a hurry-up offense is. Uh, he says every week, oh, discipline, discipline, you know, he harps at him, he harps at him. I, I just don't see where this guy is a coach, or we have the coach or the management style here to strive to be good. And if we were in the West Division, we wouldn't have made the playoffs more than twice out of the twelve years Scott Mitchell's been in, in charge and he gets this weak coach. And I don't see how you move on and go to Steinhauer. I love Steinhauer and I think he's going to be the great next coach and hopefully uh the the word is out of Toronto that Tressman and Pop might be moving on. I hope that they don't steal Steinhauer from us because June Jones is under contract for next year. And if you move on from June Jones you're gonna be paying Austin next year. June Jones and steinhauer but june jones the fans are going to be disappointed we're going to be nine and nine at best and i don't see how you're going to beat winnipeg or bc i don't think we even have a chance to beat those two teams within climate right. weather which you have got
0: to let you go thanks for the call and we'll talk to you next week
2: okay off to the bar
0: <laughs> uh great call by dave but you know i think you went into overtime there and a little off topic uh, email from Philly Filski. I reckon fortunately, or perhaps fortunately, question mark. I had to leave this one at the end of the third quarter, and the Red Blacks up 27-13. Uh, where are the leaders on this team when it's time to step up? For a desperate team, the Ticats sure didn't play that way. Bro not playing hurt a lot more uh, than Banks not being in the lineup, and it was pretty obvious that Harris was able to exploit this. The Ticats' Pat rush, yeah, pass rush me is a complete joke, and they better pray that the Lions aren't the playoff crossover team because Lule will kill them. As much as i like to be an optimist, I believe you can stick a fork in this 2018 Ticats campaign. Hope I'm wrong. Good show, as always and a couple of tweets coming in as well this one from nick uh, hey rick my player of the game is harulahu since i think he's the only one who prevented us from laying a big goose egg on the scoreboard that an honorable mention to the fans who stuck through that sad excuse of a game for over three hours i have zero confidence in our playoff race and bev tweets player of the game tasker bad weather and effort by the team so disappointed when we return we have john we 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 have Gail. We have another John. A lot more tweets and emails, Facebook messages as well. You're listening to The Fifth Quarter on 900 CHML. Hey, welcome back. My name's Rick Samprin. Will Erskine on the other side of the glass, producing the fifth quarter. As always, don't forget, if you have uh, failed to listen to past episodes or want to listen to our most epic show of the season, it was following the uh, B.C.-Hamilton overtime clash in Vancouver. Uh, download the podcast wherever you download your favorite podcast, whether it's iTunes or Google Play, wherever you get them. And uh, you can like us on Facebook, and you can also uh, check us out on Facebook Live on CHML's Facebook page as we are broadcasting uh the fifth quarter live there 905-645-3221 star 9900 are the numbers to call if you want to chime in on today's 30 to 13 tiger cats loss against ottawa with the win the red blacks uh, clinch first place in the east they'll host the east final the tie cats will host the east semi-final in a couple of weeks time they'll end the regular season next Saturday against Johnny Manziel and the Montreal Alouettes, and that one should be interesting. Although, I would gather that the Cats are probably going to sit a bunch of guys. I think they at least should. I mean, there's nothing to play for. You can't move up or down in the standings. You might as well get healthy, get everyone sharp. I would almost treat it like a preseason game. You can start your starters after the first quarter, get them out of here arnold on twitter says no one player the game absolutely no one aaron on twitter two weeks ago there was lots of hope for a strong finish for the ticats now it's just a big question mark and brad writes penalties time count violations it doesn't matter if uh have 10 all-star hall of fame receivers on our team penalties by the way a Pretty even, Steven. The Cats taking uh, seven penalties for 61 yards, much better than last week, and uh, Ottawa seven penalties for 45 yards. Back to the phones we go. John is on the fifth quarter. Hey, John.
3: Rick, how are you? What's going on? Well, well, you know what? Player of the game, it's got to be the fans. i got to agree with you. That was an ugly weather day there today.
0: Were you at the game today oh, too, John?
3: Yeah, you know, what? it was horrible.
0: Anyway, what what was worse? Was it the colds, the wind, cold, or the rain?
3: Cold northeast wind, driving sideways rain, which was cold. It was just miserable. Just, just miserable. It would have been much better yeah. if the
0: Thai cats had won today.
3: Well, there's a couple of things that we want to touch on. I want to talk back to Dave's your first caller there, who went on and on and on and on. But he made some good points. You know, it might be time... To take a look at that upper management. Scott Mitchell, um, the brush cut, I, I can't remember his name. Eric Tillman. Uh, Eric Tillman. Um, I, I think it may be time to take a look at it, a review of it. Um, I, you know, the, the team has been decimated by injuries, and that's always a problem.
0: But do you think they'll use that as an excuse? I always wonder that. You know, so and so has been injured all year. You know, we're down to our you know eighth, ninth, tenth receivers. Do you think they use that as an excuse and say, you know what, we'll be better next year?
3: No, well, I don't think so. I think that when you take a guy like Banks out of the game, and uh, you know, I mean, because so many things happen when he's in the game that can be alternative, I think it makes a big, big difference. You can't replace a guy like that. Very, very difficult. Just like if you took Mazzoli out of the game. Could you replace him very easily? I'm thinking not. Um, I'm, I'm thinking not. You know, penalties were in there. There was there was, there was some miscues and mistakes. And, and all of those things can be tied to a, a really ugly day of weather. I mean, you know, that's a factor, too. Every team plays in bad weather, right? Now the Ottawa... Uh, they play in bad weather today.
0: And especially at this time of the year and going into the playoffs, you have to perform in bad weather.
3: Yeah, but, but my real question for you, Rick, is this. Okay, Dave challenged the upper management and the people who were up there. Is it something that you feel needs, as I do, needs to be examined? I'm not saying flush the toilet on him, I'm saying does it need to have a cold, hard look at the successes and possible failures of what they've done. Is is that something that should be examined?
0: I'll, I'll answer it in two ways. Number one, yes, it should be examined, and it should be done each and every season, whether a team is fifteen and three or three and fifteen. I think at the end of the year, the owner has to uh, sit down with uh, you know the, the president or the CEO, the general manager, the head coach, and say, you know, how did we? Uh, where were we successful? Where were our shortcomings? How can we make it better for the following season? Whether they do that or not, I'm not sure. I would almost guarantee that they do. And Every team does that. The fact of the matter is, and the question that all owners or GMs or presidents will ask themselves is if we make this change, then what? Who do we go after? Who do we hire? Do we have to pay the person we just let go? Uh, all those things kind of factor into it. But yes, they should definitely have an examination following each and every season.
3: Uh, I agree. A um, couple of spots coming up, but next week, you know, there's enough in the game. Uh, let's rest the guys that. You know that need the rest. Maybe put a game plan in with some guys that you really are probably going to play the BC Lions, wouldn't you agree?
0: I would think so. I mean, Win- Winnipeg's yeah. on a roll, uh, and who knows? Uh, Lulay is playing some pretty good football, and so is that BC team. So I think it would be much different than the 40 to 10 game uh, at Tim Hortons Field. I think BC is going to come in uh, rocket and rolling.
3: I agree. Well, let's not let's not uh, lose all hope. It was an ugly, gray, cold, rainy day today. Uh, lots of penalties and
0: lots of miscues, but it ain't over yet. That's true. It ain't over yet. John, so appreciate that's... the call. Enjoy the weekend. Thank you. Gail is on the phone. Hey, Gail, how are you? Hi, how are you? Well, you know, were you at the game today? No, I was watching on TV,
3: and, you know, I'm really disappointed with the penalties at the beginning of the game. That That was unbelievable. The penalties that Hamilton took, which is unnecessary, and, you know, these guys... The problem is they they depended on Banks and he's not there and uh you know now here we go, you know, the receiver, I don't know, the only one I think is good is Tasker.
0: He is a wonderful receiver. I would say almost as good as Brandon Banks, different type of receiver. Uh, who is your player of the game tonight?
3: (laughs) Um, probably Harris.
0: All right, yeah, Trevor Harris had a strong game. Gail, appreciate the call. Enjoy the weekend. Thanks. Let's revisit our uh, fifth quarter trivia challenge question. Liram Haralahu has uh, nailed all seven of his field goal attempts from 50-plus. Seven of seven. What is the CFL record for most 50-yard field goals in a single season? Is it eight? Is it nine? Is it ten? Or is it Eleven. Be sure to call in as well and not only answer the question, but vote for your player of the game. Paul on email, rick at 900CHML.com. Am I wrong believing that Mike Daly gets burned with at least one big play in every home game? Well, he got burned big time today, didn't he? That Deontay Spencer 79-yard touchdown reception, not only did Daly... Allow Spencer to get behind him, but there was no way he was going to catch him either. Great throw by Harris, great run and catch, and then run again by Spencer, but Daly cannot let him get past him. Steve on email, my player of the game, the officials for Ottawa. I have every confidence that the Ticats will bounce back from both tough losses. I wish I have the same confidence in the officials. They hammered the eight until the momentum won the game was clearly in the Red Box favor. Steve in Niagara. The email got a little dicey there at the end, but I think we know what he's complaining about. That would be the officials. Angelo, what's going on, boys? This is not Tiger Cats football. What happened to the ferocious defense? I thought Ottawa came in here focused and fired up. I thought the Cats were beaten up in their own house. Let's face it, we have no offensive talent on this team other than Tasker. We will get crushed in the Eastern Division semifinals with the Western crossover team. Jones must make changes with his run and shoot because everyone is adjusting to it and stopping it. Just a poor display of fight, grit, and emotion this afternoon from our depleted squad. Let's see what the combination of Jones and Glanville can put together schematically moving forward, as TyCat Nation observes impatiently. Player of the game, Campbell and Thorpe. Tip of the cap to the Ottawa Redblacks. Gets to a couple of comments from our Facebook page as well. I don't want to ignore that. Well, while that's loading technology at its finest let's go back to the phones and jeff is on the line hey jeff how are you
4: oh, yeah, Not bad. How are you?
0: uh you know i'm trying to digest this performance for the tie cats today i'm not sure if it's more so on uh, that they came in uh knowing that they had a depleted lineup or they just misfired uh time and time again what's your sense of what happened today
4: well um I don't have much to say, to be honest. I missed the game today. I just wanted to say that... uh,
0: Well, you didn't miss much, I'll tell you that.
4: (laughs) That's what I'm I'm gathering. Um, But you know what? We've we've lost to them three times now, going back into Ottawa in the playoffs. Statistically speaking, we should win. It's very, very hard to beat a team four times in one season. Just off statistics alone, I'm thinking, so... I think we've at least got that going for us.
0: So are you suggesting that if the Ticats win the East semifinal and they go to Ottawa for the East final, that statistically speaking, yeah. uh, they have a pretty good shot? That's what I'm
4: saying, yeah. I, I think uh, I'm pretty optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> I like to keep, like, keep the hopes up, right?
0: Yeah, I, I, I see where you're coming at. The other side of the coin is this Ticats team just can't beat Ottawa.
4: <laughs> yeah, well, hey, no kidding. we got to beat them at least once. We can't. Four times in one season. I don't mean that's hard to do. That's,
0: that's all you got to do. Just win one of them.
4: Yep, that's it.
0: So you didn't you didn't watch the game today. So I I'd gather you didn't you don't have a player of the game. Do you want to try your hand at the uh, fifth quarter trivia challenge question tonight?
4: What was the question again? Rick?
0: I didn't... So Liram Haralahu is seven for seven on uh, field goals of fifty plus yards. What's the CFL record for most fifty yarders in a season? Is it eight, nine, ten, or eleven?
4: Um. Hmm. I don't even know, maybe 11?
0: All right, it's a good guess. We'll let you know at the end of the program. Jeff, thanks for calling. All right, thanks, Rick. 905-645-3221 star 9900 on your cellular device. You can email rick at 900chml.com and uh, we're on Twitter, of course, at rickzamprin at am900chml. Use the hashtag 5th Quarter. Also broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page. And yes, the technology is working once again. I actually had to click on Facebook. It wasn't even open. Uh, John writes in, Ottawa's Coach Campbell is a reincarnation of his old man. Every time you have the ball, cram it down the other team's throat and score every time a uh, second you can and he has Hamilton's number. Stupid penalties and dropped passes didn't help either. How many did McDaniel drop? Uh you know what? Marquay McDaniel did not look particularly effective today. Whether it was the weather the cold, uh, whether he's a little cold getting into the lineup. I know he played last week and he had a catch, uh, so he has practiced you know, for a, a couple of weeks now with the Tiger Cats. Uh, but he looked a little off today. and Maybe it was just a bad day for him. When we return, more comments from CHML's Facebook page, Twitter, email. Calls still coming in as well at 905-645-3221. Star 9900 on your cell. You're listening to the fifth quarter powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Well, not a good outing today for the Tiger Cats. Rick Samprin here. This is the fifth quarter on 900 CHML. Hamilton losing 30-13 to against the Ottawa Redblacks this evening, slash, I guess, earlier this afternoon. Ottawa now 10-7. and 7. They have clinched first place in the East Division. That means Hamilton will have to settle for second place. They will host the Eastern Division semifinal on Sunday, November the 11th, against, well, at this point, either B.C. or Winnipeg. Edmonton has been eliminated from the West Division playoff race it'll e- either be the lions or the blue bombers which team would you rather want to play against i'm not sure if i'd want to face either of them really you know winnipeg beats calgary last night in uh, a, a fog bowl, but the bombers played very well calgary's yeah i don't know they've lost three in a row they just don't look right bc uh, they beat hamilton in a very controversial way in vancouver a few weeks ago Cats manhandled the Lions at Tim Hortons Field. Uh, but that was a very different BC team, especially at the quarterback position with Jennings playing that game. Lou out with the injury. And this is a very different Cats team with Brandon Banks not in the lineup. And a few other receivers as well as we've come to realize. 905-645-3221 star 9900 on your cell. Those are the numbers to call to give me your two cents on today's 30 to 13 Tiger Cats loss. You can email Rick at 900CHML.com. I got a couple of emails still to get to. On Twitter, I'm at Rick Samprin at AM 900CHML. And we're broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page as well. You can share your comments on the page. A tweet from Joe who writes, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are asking this question, I want to know why Courtney Stephen is still on the bench. He's a Canadian. What is their excuse? I also agree with other callers. June Jones looks like he still has no idea what he's doing half the time. I also agree, player of the game, the fans in the rain. Well, let's start with Courtney Stephen. He is uh, a, a Canadian veteran at this point who... Uh, At one point played starting safety. At another time was the wide side cornerback position. And he's lost his starting job to Mike Daly. Daly is a very cerebral player. He knows the game. He gets the game. His instincts are good. But as we saw in this football game as well, he got burned big time by Deontay Spencer. He has, um, whether it's a tendency uh, or just uh, an, an inability to make... The key plays are the clutch plays in those key times. And he's done that in other times. But there seems to be at least one play every game in which you think, where was Mike there? Why did he make that tackle that he made, you know, a quarter ago or a game ago? And it's a head-scratcher, and no player is always perfect. But, especially in the last line of defense, you want to see that player make that play. Uh, Richard on Twitter says, the fact of the matter is... That uh, was not a first-place Ticats team that played today. One more game to figure it out. And, you know, well said. This team is struggling with injuries. I mean, their receiving core has been decimated. But at this time of the year, I mean, it is late October, teams have had to shuffle their lineups two, three, four, five dozen times, really, because of injuries. Back to the phones we go. Phil is on the line. Hey, Phil.
5: Hey Rick, how are you?
0: I'm uh, I'm okay. How about you?
5: Not bad. I just want to go back to a comment made by a, a previous caller uh, when he was talking about uh, you know I think I you know Bob Young's done some great stuff for this team and stuff, but it's it's time that he, he take control of this team and not allow Scott Mitchell to uh, you know like like the caller said, twelve years and has gotten nothing out of uh, out of this. And Scott does meddle in stuff, I'm sure. Um, you know, uh, going back to his comment about uh, GM uh, Desjardins uh, with the uh, Red Blacks, like, I mean, uh, he's won a Grey Cup. He's been to another Grey Cup uh, in a short period of time with the Ottawa Red Blacks. You know, he wasn't given a chance in, uh, in Hamilton, and uh, Scott's behind that. So, you know, at what point are we going to keep accepting that Scott Mitchell run the show there? And, uh, you know, because ICAT fans aren't happy, you know? not the result not good enough
0: i clearly hear you i mean being 500 or under 500 or a game above 500 uh, only getting to two gray cup finals uh since yep. 99 not winning since 99 i i can understand the frustration i I remember the back-to-back 3 and 15s the bankrupt 1 and 17 season this has not yep. been a good stretch at all this last two decades you know save for those well, two wonderful years uh it, it has really been like going to the dentist and getting your tooth pulled it's not a great experience
5: but we keep rolling through uh and coaches like the comment was made earlier, but at which point at what point do we look at upper management and say, listen, they haven't gotten it done, time to to move some people out and bring some new people in and, and go in another direction.
0: Well, we'll see what this team does. You know, my perception is uh, Bob Young has uh, the people that he trusts to run a franchise. And if winning a Grey Cup is his ultimate goal, which he said, he, you know, he wants to win a Grey Cup, uh, they have failed to do so. Obviously, the proof is in the pudding. Right. Whether or not they're going to make right. those changes remains to be seen.
5: Great. Thanks, Nick.
0: Hey, Phil, before you go, who's your player of the game?
5: Oh, I, I don't think it's anybody with Hamilton. I, I'd have to go with Deontay Spencer or Greg Ellington. All right. Former tight
0: guy. You got yeah. it. Thanks for the call, Phil. All
5: right. Thank you.
0: Two things i got to mention as well as I write down uh, Deontay Spencer, who had another wonderful game for the Red Blacks. Uh, Larry Dean, 10 tackles. I believe he finished with 10. I'm just going to double check real quick. Uh, 11 tackles today. Over 100 tackles on the season. Only the fourth Tiger Cat ever to reach the century mark in defensive tackles in a campaign. Calvin Tiggle did it. Zeke Marino did it. And Jamal Johnson did it twice. And now Larry Dean is in the 100 club. So congratulations to Larry Dean. Also big congratulations to Brad Sinopoli as well. I know he's with the opposition. But he today broke Ben Cahoon's single season uh, receptions record of 112 for a Canadian player. And he's now at 116. He had seven catches today for 56 yards. So two big thumbs up to two really good players in this league. And I don't think we celebrate that enough, some of the accomplishments that you know these players make on a game-in and game-out basis. Uh, Rich is on the line. Hey, Rich, how are you? Hi,
1: it's, uh, yeah, it's Rich uh, from Ancaster. I was at the game just coming home a little soggier than when I went in.
0: <laughs> that's saying uh, that's saying a lot.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to say that I, I didn't think it was a complete, utter disappointment for the the offensive line for how wet the ball was and how they kept getting snaps off and given us only enough time, but uh, just too hard for uh, receivers to get open against their defense, uh, Ottawa's defense tonight. I just, so I just wanted to say, like uh, my player, of the game's Mike Filer.
0: Okay. You know what? That's a great point because it was a sloppy game. It was windy. It was wet. It was cold. We didn't see a lot of miscues, really, from both teams on the offensive line.
1: Yeah, so I, yeah, both teams uh, did pretty well considering it was pretty miserable out there <laughs> weather wise.
0: Hey, Rich, what's your confidence level in this football team going into the playoffs?
1: Well, I still think that we can be, I still think that we can get to the Great Cup we play bc i'm kind of hoping we play bc we seem to play better against them <laughs> that's you know the game that we lost we could have easily won that game so i'm hoping we play bc if we beat them we'll have momentum going into ottawa and i'm sure a lot of tie great fans are going to go all the way to ottawa and and help them uh help them get through
0: that one that'd be fantastic phil or, or pardon me rich appreciate the call all right thanks 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at 900chml.com. On Twitter, at Rick Samprin at AM 900 CHML. And we're also broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page. You can make a comment on the page. As Jay did, he writes, Rick, it was a real pleasure watching the intensity of the Hamilton defense as they rushed and demolished Harris and the Red Blacks receivers as payback for Rico taking out Banks, maybe the individual representing our best chance at a successful playoffs. Oh, I kid. If you're talking about Retribution Jay, I'm glad it didn't get to that point, because I'm sure there were some words exchanged, but I don't blame Rico Murray for the Brandon Banks injury. I mean, Banks is diving through the air, Rico diving as well, trying to knock down that pass, and... Whether or not Banks got injured when he landed on the turf or after Murray landed on top of him is debatable. I don't know. I'd have to ask Brandon Banks. We're not allowed to speak with injured players. Um, so I'm I'm glad that the Ticats didn't focus on Rico Murray, a former TyCat, for taking out Brandon Banks, because I don't think that was the case. Michael on her Facebook page says, Go Red Blacks, go. Uh, Thomas says, love the roofless stadium, very bad Uh, listen, Hamilton was never going to build a domed facility for football and there's only one now in the CFL and that's out in Vancouver Mike, hopefully the Hurricanes get a bigger crowd you know what, The, the crowd situation too I was expecting a lot less people today because of the weather I really was. As big of a game as it was today, when I was sitting in the press box midway through the second quarter, I was thinking, wow, there's actually a lot more people in the stands than I was expecting. Because walking to the stadium, I was thinking, man, who's going to come out to this game? Uh, Fort writes, I recorded the game and they look terrible after the first half. I won't waste my time watching the rest of this Disaster. And Ian writes on CHML's Facebook page Ottawa were all over us tonight. Speedy B was sorely missed, and still too many needless penalties. Uh, there were certainly needless penalties today. I don't know if there were too many. I mean, they were only called seven times for 61 yards so i mean much better than games gone by that's for sure matthew on chmls and uh, my twitter feed uh, tough loss for the ticats tonight we just need to put this one behind us and focus on resting guys up for the playoffs and there was another tweet that I uh, wanted to read. Oh, this one here from Corey. I believe in this team. I have two. I uh, love them. And I live, sleep, breathe this team. Uh, crappy, I'm paraphrasing, game. Yes, absolutely. But I think people forgot that last season we were second last in the league. Now we have a playoff game on November 11th. I'm very proud Tycat fan. Thanks, rick one more timeout, more space for you on our phone bank at 905-645-3221 star 9900 on your cell you can email rick at 900 chml.com or tweet us use the hashtag fifth quarter at rick samprin at am 900 chml or send us a note on chml's facebook page and don't forget not only retabulating player of the game votes, but our fifth quarter trivia challenge question today is Liram Haralahu has nailed seven field goals of 50 plus yards this season. What's the CFL's single season record for most 50 yard field goals? Is it eight, nine, 10 or 11? I'll give you the answer in less than 15 minutes. You're listening to the fifth quarter on 900 CHML. the final. Tiger Cats fall to the Ottawa Red Blacks for the third time this season. Ottawa sweeping the season series. They clinch first place in the East. That means they'll host the East final on November 18th. Tiger Cats will host the East semifinal on November 11th. Will it be against BC? Will it be against Winnipeg? We shall see. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at 900chml.com or tweet us at rick samprin at am900 chml vote for your player of the game give me your two cents on today's game and you can also answer the fifth quarter trivia challenge question liram hiralahu has nailed seven field goals of 50 plus yards this season what's the cfl record for most 50 yarders in a campaign is it eight nine ten or eleven player of the game vote from chris he says the wind Rob says, hey, uh, Rick Samprin, punting in the first quarter was a huge problem. Long low kicks are too tough to cover and cost the opportunity to take advantage of the wind and field position early. Answer to trivia is eight. Oski Wee -wee. And Patrice writes, "Uh, went to 5 p.m. mass and came home to game slipping away, discouraged over Banks Gap. That's when the tough get going, guys. What happened? P.S. All kudos to wonderful loyal Taquetts fans. Well done. Uh, we have got some breaking news from the Saskatchewan uh, game. The uh, Rough Riders taking on the Lions. They lead a 12 to nothing in Regina. Zach Caleros has been knocked out of the football game for the time being. We will monitor that uh, in the next well few hours for sure, as well as the next few days, as that's uh, probably the last thing that the Rough Riders want to see happen. On email, Allen writes, Hey, uh, Rick, it's Allen from St. Catharines. This game was awful in so many ways. It didn't help that the weather was bad, but there was no motivation tonight, and guys like Richard Leonard couldn't cover for the life of him. He played corner last year, and he looks awful at DB, or halfback, I think he meant to say. Mike Daly couldn't tackle tonight either. Time to maybe switch it up and try Courtney Stephen, or maybe even try Jackson Bennett or Jay Langa next game. We need to figure out our backfield before the crossover team comes over. I'm really worried for our semifinal game against any of those teams. Saskatchewan, Winnipeg, and BC look scary right now. We need a receivers on page with Masoli. Our team is so banged up, I don't want to do any predictions, even playing against Manzell, who will want so badly to win against Hamilton. Tough season for us Cats fans. Player of the game, Trevor Harris. Email from uh, Steven out in Penticton, B.C. Greetings, Rick. Man, what a sad effort by our Cats in this loss. Yes, it was a horrible weather, but it was the same for both teams. If I was Coach Jones, no one, and I mean no one, will be resting next week. I only hope we get a much better all-around effort next week in a nothing game. So we finish second in the East, but unless we see one heck of an improvement, we will not go far in the playoffs. The total lack of effort by our cats on both sides of the ball as a fan really makes me angry. Player of the game goes to all the fans that sat in that weather and watched that. Back to the phones we go. Todd is called into the fifth quarter. Hey, Todd. How you doing? I'm okay. How about you? No, not too bad. Not too bad. A little disappointed in the game. Yeah, definitely. I did not expect a gap like that. No,
6: definitely not. I thought we would have showed up today. Um you can blame it on the weather, but you know what? Both teams had to play in the weather, so it's no excuse. It's uh, it's very disappointing where tie Ticats seem to be going again. seems it's the uh, same thing year after year. You had a caller a few calls back, and he was mentioning about, some, uh, about Scott Mitchell, and I totally agree with him. I believe that's where our problem lies. I don't have the exact answer to why it lies there, but if you look at this franchise, Scott Mitchell's been here uh, since Bob Young took over, and he's the only thing we haven't changed. Everything else has changed. We've changed players, we've changed coaches, we've changed GMs, Everything. That's the only thing that has not been changed. So I really it makes me scratch my head. It makes me wonder: is that where the problem lies with this
0: team? Well, I, I mean, it's it's uh, a question that I think has been asked. Uh, over the last number of years. This isn't a new phenomenon. Uh, whether or not anything changes, if you do make that change, uh, I, I, I don't know if that fixes anything. Obviously, there will be a new mentality at the top. But other than that, I mean, does that trickle all the way down to the team? I don't know. M- maybe it does, maybe it doesn't.
6: Yeah, it's hard to say. It just depends how much of a, a say on he has, what's going on with the whole team as a whole. Because it just seems like we're just the same team every year. We're just at average, sometimes above average team. Like, we just can't get over that hump for whatever reason. And it's uh, quite frustrating, to say the least. And I think it's going to start to show up fans next year. You're going to start to
0: lose fans. We shall see. Todd, who's your player of the game tonight?
6: Uh, I'm going to go with the player of the game. It's going to be the fans that showed up and sat in that rain and wind and uh, watched that.
0: That's who I picked. Todd, thanks for the call. Enjoy the weekend. Thank you. I'm a big on the fans who showed up today because <laughs> that was miserable, miserable weather. Back to CHML's Facebook page with the comments continually rolling in. Louis writes, Bob Young will make a change when he realizes this team, I believe, is losing big money. It's pretty obvious when you see all the empty seats in a so-called sellout that the fans are tired of the same old stuff. I did get a note from a team official today saying that the announced crowd of 23,329 is the distributed tickets and there's quote unquote not a lot of freebies going out. So while let's just say 23,000 tickets were sold, obviously 23,000 people did not show up today. It just kind of looks and sounds funny when they announce, hey, tonight's attendance is 23,329 when there's, I don't know, 12,000 people in the stands. Patrick on CHML's Facebook page says, I was at the game, longtime listener, and it was just bad weather and game. I lost a bit of faith in the team in the playoffs. Hope they play better. Did Ottawa get called for intentional grounding? Seems like throughout the season, Missoli gets nailed for it and others haven't. Go Cats, go. Player of the game goes to myself and the fans who were there to watch the game. And yes, you should pat yourself on the back, Patrick because your name is pat in the same light last caller to andrew is called into the fifth quarter andrew go ahead
7: hey so i want going to talk about Skip, scott mitchell anyone that thinks bob young is going to replace him is wrong bob and scott are there until the end until bob sells i think that's a done deal maybe if, if bob young had such a problem with scott mitchell he would have gotten him years ago but scott mitchell runs the entire empire not just the tie cap that's what people are missing
0: yeah, no, that's very true. It's not just the tie cats who he oversees. There's uh, other entities, including the soccer team that's going to be coming next spring.
7: Exactly. So Scott Mitchell and Bob Young, they're joined at the hip. They're, and and that's just the thing about Scott Mitchell is he's got he's friends with everybody. He's friends with MLSC. He's friends with the people that own Ottawa. I mean, he was talked about being the commissioner. He, Bob Young is not going to get rid of him. Bob Young's invested $50 million I did air quotes there, you can't see it But I mean, you want to talk about tax write-off That's what Bob Young's using the team for He's not stupid, he's not a billionaire Because he's because he, uh, invested Or inherited money like Trump did
0: Hey, all good points uh, But right. do, do, do you think it'll change? No,
7: I think Scott Mitchell and Bob Young are there Until Bob Young says, okay, I, I've had enough Now both, then they'll ride off into the sunset together
0: Andrew, appreciate the call Alright, thanks Rick Uh, This is not a Scott Mitchell love-in tonight, and I wasn't expecting this, but hey, maybe this has been brewing all season. I, I don't know. Uh, email from Tom who says, Earlier this year, I predicted a 9-9 nine and nine season in the playoff position. Too bad this wasn't enough for first place. The Grey Cup is up for grabs. Calgary is fading and beatable. Saskatchewan's lack of offense is their Achilles heel. And the Cats have already beaten BC and Winnipeg. Just have to find a way to beat Ottawa. Enjoy your show. Cheers, Tom from Guelph. And another email from Alan. Uh, oh, he's just commenting on Zach Caleros uh, going down on a running play. But app- apparently, Zach is still in the game. He has not left. Uh, the game, which is good to see. Anthony is called into the fifth quarter. Anthony, you have forty-five seconds. Sorry.
8: Um, hi. How are you? Uh, I'm the Red Blacks fan. Um, you know the Cats are okay. Um, before the when the season ended last year, as it ended, I, I predicted Saskatchewan and Hamilton in the Grey Cup. You guys have a lot of injuries, but this team needs to go back to defense first. Um, you know uh, the defense. In most sports, wins championships, and it's not a defense-first team anymore. It's not, you know, the Mbiazzi and Covington and Ezrins and those guys or Barrel Mosca. It's 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 offense and defense, as you, as you see with the Red Blacks wins wins first, and uh, you know what? We're not the hammer anymore here. Like it's not the hammer. I don't know who coined that phrase. I think it was. Uh, the color guy on non-CHML, but anyway, this town is not the hammer anymore. The, the, you know, it's it's an artsy fartsy, um, super crawly.
0: You're saying that the the city has lost its identity, and that's reflective of the team. Perfect. Sounds all right, like, Anthony, i gotta bit. I got to let okay. you go there because all I'm right. plum out of time. I really appreciate the call. Uh, we got to run. Our player of the game is the fans who attended the game today, even though they didn't play. They stuck it out. Our fifth quarter fan of the night, uh, we're going to give it to all the fans who did call and email and tweet because it was a horrible game to consume. And our fifth quarter trivia challenge uh, question and answer, Liram Herulahu has seven field goals of 50-plus yards this season. The record in one season is eight by J.T. Hay with the Stampeders in 1986. He was eight for nine. And Carlos Huerta was eight for 15 with Baltimore in 1994. My name's Rick Samprin. We are back next, or after the next game, Saturday, November 3rd, when the Ticats host the Montreal Alouettes for technical producer Will Erskine. My name's Rick Samprin. Enjoy the rest of the weekend with all of us here on 900 CHML. The fifth quarter after every Ticats game on AM 900 CHML. The Fifth Quarter Podcast is available on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and wherever you download your favorite podcasts from. I'm Rick Samprin. Thanks again for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Hey, it's free, so you never miss an episode. And make sure you rate and review.